G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through Podcast, where we interview musicians current and emerging. Nell, who is our guest for this week? Well, after captivating audiences with her debut single, Swim, all the way back in 2019, today's guest then went on to play at huge festivals like Laneway and Splendour and continued to gain momentum. From having songs in the top 100 to working with some of the biggest artists in Australia, our guest continues to go from strength to strength and we are bloody stoked to have her on the potty. It's Hope D. Hello. How are you going? <laughs> you, ha- you had like your um uh, your like professional voice on there now and you know we don't like that here. I'm just working back into it. Um, but yeah, I've very much done my research in a non-stalker-ish way. So I hope it's come across like that. Oh, well, to get, rid of the, to, get, <laughs> to get rid of the stalker vibes now, do you want to go icebreaker first, please? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously big fan of your music. One of the things I've really noticed um, lately is it gives me a lot of sort of euphoria vibes. I don't know if you've seen that TV show. Yeah, but I, I didn't uh, – that's like an honour. Thank you. I didn't think that. It's awesome. Oh, no, like absolutely. But I wanted to know um, if you could feature on a soundtrack of like any TV show, which one would you want to do? Such a good question. I'm going to have to go Euphoria would be so sick and I've like thought about that, like watching it recently. So thank you. Yeah. But other than that, like the L word would be super dope as well, like Generation Q or something. Oh, yeah, cool. I'd say I've seen it. So Uh... fair. It's a lesbian show. (laughs) fantastic um i just yeah, probably don't your, watch that i'm, I'm more of a sportsman anyway but um I just, watch, I just don't really watch more sh- any shows anymore but i'll take the recommendation now what do you got mm. for me oh uh, i mean i don't i'm not an artist um <laughs> yeah but if you were if i was i think let's say if i wasn't if i had to like just put my spin <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> game of thrones i feel oh, like yeah. i could do some good like suspenseful acapella covers Nice. Yeah. Neil, that's iconic, dude. You can't change that. No, no, I could, I I think it would be like fun. You know what I mean? (laughs) You just walk in. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to go office. Also iconic, but (laughs) I just think like it just needs something. Um, (laughs) And I think I can bring that to that show um, with all my talents in music stuff, which I don't have. Quick and easy. That's how we like it. I think, I think Hope Day's probably got the best one. Um, Nell, can we go the first track, please? What do we got? Yes, let's play Happy Hangover. Am I tripping out? This is your newest release um, and you're working with G Flip on it. It's all about kind of turning a come down after a night out into a song. Was there a certain night out that inspired this song in particular? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, it was um, the first night that I ever wasn't drinking or smoking and maybe doing something else. And that was the first night I experienced that something else. And um, yeah, and it was like, freaking insane um not promoting anything here at all but like it was a it was definitely like an, a crazy experience and like the whole night was pretty wild and felt very euphoric and the mm. morning after I wasn't really 
what I experience now. You know what I mean? Like I don't have those kind of hangovers anymore. Um, but yeah, that that night was definitely pretty fun. And I was at um, I was at the beat in Brisbane, so there were all these crazy flashing lights, and that was just like my most fond memory from that year. It's just that dance floor. So one of those. What a club too. That is oh, so much truly. fun. It is so yeah. much fun. Now, when you're up in uh, when you're up in the um, Sunshine State, mate, well, we've got to go to the beat. It's such a good night. <laughs> I don't like many places in Brisbane to go, um, yeah. but that one is just full of good vibes. So it, it's okay. good to know that that's where it comes from. Um, For sure. But you, you talk about coming out of a come down. Um, like I know people can't deal with that well and it takes them days or even a week to kind of feel normal. How do you kind of get that feeling into a song? The feeling of like dealing with a come down? Is that what you mean? Mm, yeah. Like the happy one though, right? How do you portray happy that? One. How do you portray that? Man, I guess with this song we just added a bunch of words and sentences that just didn't make sense. And like that's kind of nice as well because things don't really have to make sense. And the better, it's better when you know that they don't have to make sense when they don't make sense otherwise you get wigged out you know what I mean so kind of just like smack talking I think that's something how you can portray that into a song because like Mm. we talk about a farmer's market and there was no farmer's market in the valley that night but there was definitely a farmer's market in our minds for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can't remember going to a uh, farmer's market in the valley um but you, you work with some with an incredible artist um on this one G Flip, how did this how did this come together? Because obviously she's one of the biggest artists in Australia, always releasing great music. So that must have been a bit of an honor. No, oh, for sure. Like I'm such a fan of them. And this one time I was at work at my at my little cafe, and um, I got a DM from them because they were in Brisbane for um, I think they were just riding or they were trapped in here because of lockdown. And um, I was so stoked. And they messaged me. They're like, "Oh, what are you doing? Do you want to come ride at this at this studio?" And I was like freaking out I was like no I don't like I don't want to I don't want to interact with you because it's going to be very embarrassing but it was really good and I went and I just like sucked it up and um we just jammed for a really long time and we jammed about bagels we just sung about bagels to the tune of happy hangover and then we like tweaked it finessed it and actually wrote it about like a night out and um found the chorus found the um happy hangover chorus and kind of just like worked off that and just transformed it a heap and I think we saw each other twice that that um, during that period to finish recording it and um, yeah finish off the song and then it was done and that's it like it, it was such a short and sweet but like incredibly fulfilling interaction and I'm so freaking grateful. Um, did you kind of get starstruck when you when you were around them because mm-hmm. like and then did that last for a long time or was it like kind of a five second thing and then it was like okay let's uh, I'm here it's done let's let's get to it. Mm-hmm. I took a case of beer, so it was about three beers nice. in thing that I felt a bit better. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I do the exact same thing. Um, yeah. I, it's is is there kind of anything else that um, with them that you could kind of see yourself working with um, again in the near future, or maybe leave it a while? I would hope so. Hey, like I guess just when the timing's right, because I know they're like all over the world right now, and I'm just um, chilling here and. Mm-hmm. But we're both all like both doing our own thing, so I'm sure it will happen again, um, hopefully. And then, yeah, when it does, it should be good, hopefully. Yeah, definitely see it though. Yeah, it, it sounds like a kind of a funny process, like going in, meeting someone for the first time, 
so like kind of very zero to 100 from like meeting someone for the first time and then you know you're writing music and talking about like a come down is is that like how's that <laughs> happen so quickly yeah I mean I guess um I guess I wasn't really I definitely didn't expect to write a song like straight up I thought we'd just chill mm. um but then it just turned into a song thing straight away and I guess that's like a very fast-paced musician thing. Um, plus, that was like mm. my first interaction of like actually co-writing properly. Besides, like uni assignments, which I feel like are very different to that. But um, I don't know if that's how it usually goes. Probably does. Probably might not. I guess everything's different. Um, but yeah, it was just something that I was really chill with navigating and really chill to go along the ride for. So. Um, now, a big thing that's uh, happened recently in Australian music, if you um, didn't hear, the uh, Wiggles won the top 100 <laughs> this year. Um, but you did get in the top 200, so congrats on that. And previously getting in um, the top 100, 69. How does it kind of feel to be recognised by, obviously, a count that us, um, that music lovers just, you know, kind of idolise every year? Yeah, like insane. Hey, um, I honestly did not expect to get in last year or anywhere near the hundred last year, because um, that was like my second single, and the first one didn't get too much traction anyway. But then second started really picking up, and I was kind of just like, "What what's happening this whole time?" And at the end of the year, after um, a lot of people, you know, messaged me saying how much they like second, like a bunch of random people, which I love. Like I love getting those messages. I find it so rewarding and like flattering. Um, but at the end of the year, I just started getting tagged and all these people voting for second with like all these other artists that I'm like frothing over. And I'm just like, why am I in here with them? That's like not right. You know what I mean? Um, but after a while, yeah, heaps of votes. And then it became a possibility kind of. And then, yeah, to be recognized in that hot like top 100, which I listen to every year. And I'm such a big fan of like the rotation of artists and just all the music that plays is just like an insane feeling. It kind of just feels like I'm ready to wake up from this like, kind of hazy dream you know um but yeah i'm just i'm so stoked with it all it's obviously getting in the top 100 and then there would be that pressure the next year to kind of one up yourself obviously yeah. getting in the top 200 is mad and some people would argue a lot of people would argue that the top 200s sometimes better than top 100 are you kind <laughs> of are you kind of uh, a bit i don't know disappointed in yourself i don't think disappointed is the right word but like that you went 200 and not 100 and not like 60 or something like that this year obviously still yeah. a good effort but is there that a little bit of that feeling well for me I think that like um the fact that I didn't even expect to be anywhere near that whole thing um two years ago when second got in um and then I just had this kind of um what's the word I had this like schedule of like all the music that I was going to release and like the music that I was ready to release it was just kind of just to put it out because all these songs are getting so much older because I'm keep on writing new songs therefore the old ones are getting super old and these new ones are going to be old one day so it's just like I just got to keep like regurgitating it out and just putting it out so people can hear it um I didn't expect anything that I was ready to release to be anywhere near that either I'm just like excited to put it out so I guess I didn't have that expectation however it's obviously something that does have a bit of expectation and people were still voting for me, which is like so nice, but I just didn't think that I was going to get it this year, which is totally fine. Like I'm so stoked with that. Um, but yeah, there's definitely that pressure, I guess, like, you know, not making it higher or not making it in the same thing. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that a lot of artists would feel that, but at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter. Like I'm just so happy to be, be putting out music and for people to listen to it and relate to it and appreciate it and stuff. So that's like my main goal you've uh you've had a top of that top 100 and uh i bet it tastes bloody sweet um 
in line with Triple J. Um, recently, end of last year, we interviewed a lot of people that have done um, a like aversion. And you have also joined that club. And something that you did, um, it actually came on the other day. And I just thought it's incredible. You did Toxic by Britney Spears. So we'll play that one. Absolutely insane song to take on. Um, it's you, you, you did your own spin on it as well. But the thing that I love about it is that, like, when you go on the YouTube and watch the video, all the comments are, you know, from um, young females going that you girls killed it. Um, you did such a, such a great job. And I'm sure there would be, like, heaps of young people out there that would be inspired by you guys doing that. Um, how does it feel to think that your music is having that type of effect on people? Yeah, like super, super duper good. Like I had been a solo artist until 2019, I think. And then when I released my first single, um, a lot of industry people and just like friends and family were like, hey, why don't you get a band? Like that would be pretty cool. Like make the sound bigger. And I was kind of against it at the time. And then until I finally was like, okay, I guess I can put my music with like a few other people and we can all play, but they have to be all queer and all female or non-binary because I had been... I had suddenly realized that a lot of the lineups I had been a part of in the Valley, I was the only female or like um, the only non-male there. And um, that kind of like struck hard because I wanted to make sure that we weren't just being like drowned out by all these other bands that are getting a lot of attention. Um, And so that was that knowing that has had an impact on people and people can see like these five female non-binary people playing, um, at the lineups we do or the videos that we do and know that it's awesome and okay. And it's so possible to be here or here or wherever you want to be um, as a female is like super important to me. So to, yeah, to hear all those comments and stuff, it's, it's awesome. It's really sick. Was the song choice for this like a version, you know, obviously mm. Britney Spears, did you, you lined that up with this sort of start of the free Britney movement or was it a coincidence? Like how, what was the reasoning? It's totally, it was, a coincidence but I definitely wanted to do it at that time because it was so prominent and everything yeah. um for sure um but yeah the choice was kind of like I used to be a cover artist as well like just for money so I used to play that one a lot um and people kind of liked it but then um the main like reason that we did it is kind of because my sister's six years older than me and she loves it and she's well she used to listen to it all the time at house parties mm. and um like with their friends and I thought it would be really cool to just like take something that she really loves and make it completely different and it's something that I grew up with and kind of shaped me in my musical journey way you know um mm. and I wish that I wrote it who doesn't wish that they wrote that song it's fucking amazing oh the riff on it is like iconic it's such yeah. a uh oh, yeah so was there a bit of pressure then to kind of rework it a lot of the artists we've had on just talk about the pressure and the comments that can be quite vicious like how are you feeling going into that recording 
Yeah, well, um, the band and I reworked it. We had like a fair few sessions to do what we could on it. And I think like the thing that made it and made me not nervous about it was the bridge where like Brando and Michaela, they do that thing with their voices, which blows my bloody tiny brain. I just don't get it. They're incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like changing it up so much and making it super dark and eerie. That's like one of my favorite things to do with a song. Like a cover song is to change it from something completely happy and like super upbeat and make it something super dark and depressing and eerie and weird because I think that's such a cool thing that we're able to do is just like completely interpret music in such a different way and um, that just makes it your own and super unique. So I just wanted to tick those boxes to make it really sound different and change a lot of things up. But the band um, helped so much on it. Like I cannot take full credit on that. You all killed it, so that's absolutely fine. Um, Thank you. And back back on touching on the comments on, um, you know, people being inspired and that type of stuff, I know if you look, you know, 10, 15 years ago, there weren't many um, queer artists or that, you know, they weren't in the limelight that much. And now, you know, being an artist back then or, or a kid back then, there was kind of not that many people to look up to, even in Australia as well. Um, do you kind of feel the pressure of being that person now for, for the audience? And do you ever kind of think that it's you, you might be doing the wrong thing or you're not doing enough? Yeah, for sure. Hey, um, I think that I, if I just like keep in line with like my beliefs and, you know, do as much as I can with whatever kind of um, opportunity that I have, like with with a few followers and like so many loyal followers and stuff, if I just keep sharing issues that I'm um, – super passionate about then I feel like I'm doing good but at the same time there is that massive pressure of like why didn't you share this or like why aren't you doing this or um all that stuff and also you cannot like that you just cannot please everyone um there's always going to be people that disagree yeah and that's obviously so pressurizing and I'm sure that people feel it's so much harder than me but like um it's something that I've been experiencing feeling because also I'm an artist I'm not someone who should be very um I don't know depending on who I am I guess like super pushing on political issues or like any kind of issues like that I'm meant to just make music you know what I mean but at the same time I am very passionate about certain things that I'm not gonna be silent about certain things either Mm -hmm. um but it is finding that balance because if I just like shared and talked about every single thing that I am passionate about and have a belief in that's like that'd be a long podcast you know what I mean (laughs) um and yeah people would disagree and like I you just can't please anyone which is like the main goal from like the main point from that because yeah you just can't hey it's it's um it's not just about the music anymore like it's not it's it's the artist behind the song it's always what they believe in if something comes up you got to speak up against against it which has you know positives and negatives but if yeah if you if you if you go against um i don't know what the uh most people think then it could get you in trouble um but i i think um talking about most issues is the uh first way to go about it yeah for sure uh now new song time Oh, uh, this <laughs> this one is Hey Goodbyes. Nothing can always find me with troubles and weeds. When you were on my mind, I always struggled to sleep. My teeth would always grind. I had bad dreams from the lies. Now left myself behind because I hate goodbyes. And so this uh, brand new track, hot 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 off the uh, hot off the stove, and this one. I'm usually with songs, I'm more of a um, sound over lyric guy, but this one, the storytelling is impeccable. Um, 
you can really feel the roller coaster of emotions that kind of probably everyone's gone through. Um, I love it how you put the years in there as well, because I remember uh, 2017, Brenton, uh, he was going through some stuff. So um, do you, you obviously put a lot of emotion into this track. Do you use this song as kind of like closure on that chapter of your life? Like that season's over, we're going back into this one. Is, Is it kind of just the end of something for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially because it is so specific. Like, I know that not everyone's going to relate to a breakup in 2017 and 2018 and whatnot, but like me saying literally everything that I would have put like in a diary and that kind of thing was definitely some kind of like therapeutic and cathartic release for me. But at the same time, that being said, it is just one side of the story. And I hate to think that, you know, um, maybe people ever do listen to songs like this and think that the other person's in the wrong or something like that. It's just generally this song is just a song about two people that were like struggling and weren't really meant to be together, I think. Um, Mm. And obviously I always take like an exaggerated and kind of cynical twist on that, but um, yeah, very cathartic and, and very um, massive release and closing of that chapter, I'd say. The closing of chapters. Was it like as soon as you finished writing it that you were like, (laughs) Oh, it's good to get that out. Or when it's produced and you hear the final version, you're like, yep, this is, this is something that I can use for that. Was it, was there a certain point? I think that after writing it for sure, that was like the, oh, close the chapter. But that being said, even when I finished writing it and I was playing it at gigs and stuff, like my partner at the time was still there, like about who I wrote it about, like we still uh, were together. And it's kind of like an ironic song as well, because it never, it it did take a really long time for that final, final goodbye, like a really long time. And then finally, when that was that final goodbye and when I recorded it earlier last year, yeah, last year, that was just like a, yeah, this one's, this is a story that's, you know, finished, you know. Um, how is it writing a song like that when they're still in your life? Like when they're, you're performing it in front of them, like that must be an interesting feeling. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hey, I think that um, it's so easy to not do that and, you know, to not hurt anyone's feelings or like to be respectful of the situation, which is, you can still be respectful writing a song for sure. But like, I don't think that it's worth um, jeopardizing the art, if that makes sense. Like, um, cause I know this song, so many people can relate to it on whatever level of hating goodbyes. Um, and I do want to put it out and just to share it and see what people think and if it makes them feel things or think things or just to give them a piece of like a very specific piece of my life. Um, but yeah, it is definitely strange. It's definitely strange. Oh, sorry, it's Mr. Schneebly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Schne- that's put, mad. That's Mr. good. Schneebly from School of Rock. I'm just gonna put oh. it on my bed. <laughs> oh, was- oh my god! We need what? to talk about that. Yeah, 100%. We're chucking that oh in. Oh my goodness, Schneebly, <laughs> not your dog, yeah, Mr. Schneebly. We're gonna ha- we're gonna have to leave. We're gonna have to leave that one in the pod. I think. Oh my um, god! <laughs> it was my like sexual awakening when I was a kid. <laughs> Oh my god! He was we watched that. Teacher. We watched that like just before I left Sydney. Now, <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I'm actually pissed off that we didn't get that straight away. That, that's our fault. That's not good enough from us. Uh, We're gonna have to be better to start the year. That's all right. <laughs> that's so good. Um, now it's it's 2022. Where 2021's behind us. Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. COVID's gone. Um, but new tour. Um, mm-hmm. What can you tell us? Can you give us dates? What what the name, whatever you have, we will take. Cool, cool, cool. Well, it's um, a Hate Goodbyes tour and it should be from the 8th of April to the 27th of May and we're just hitting like Sydney, Adelaide, Hobart, Byron Bay, Brizzy, Melbourne, 
and the Gold Coast, which should be really oh. fun. I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> no one does Gold Coast tours. Where are you playing? You oh, Marquetta. My, oh, Miami Marquetta, yes. for sure. Love my ha- – haven't been there since I've been back, so uh, definitely True. have to go there for a, for a bit of a gig. Um, sure. Nell, I know that we always do the last question, but – um, I'm going to give you this one because we have reworded it. So do you want to, do you want to give this one a crack? Oh my God. Okay. Oh, I love how we've reworded this. It used to be. Oh, it's um, aggressive, is it? <laughs> it used to be plans and goals and Brenton would ask it very like angrily, but this is a lot more positive. Um, so, okay. <laughs> um, is there something you'd like to do this year that would absolutely make your year? That's so good. I think that. That would absolutely make my year. Can be anything. Does not have to be just does not have to be musical. Can be anything that would just be that would make your twenty twenty two. I think that I want to do a beer keg stand (gasps) on my head. What are those called? (gasps) Yeah. Um, Isn't that a beer keg stand? Yeah. yeah. Keg stand? Yeah. Keg stand. stand? Very cool. (laughs) Um Yeah. That could be the best one we've ever had. Because I'm so (laughs) for that. Thank you. I think I'm, you know what? Thanks guys. This made me realize as well. I'm going to start doing push-ups and really get okay. my upper body strength up. And then I'm going to practice um, without the beer in my mouth. And then I'm going to do it and yep. do it. Thank you. Just, do it. Really just do it from like a, um, a water cooler first, just so yeah. like you, yeah. get the, you, you get the kind of um, position right and then move on to uh-huh. beer. Um, maybe so half strength what? first just to, just to practice. And then when and the no show comes. And your legs, you're just doing it by yourself. I guess that has to be the goal oh now. Oh my god, that that's that. big! Yeah. I'm gonna give it a go. Yeah, that's big. That's gonna be very good. Yeah, you, you could have <laughs> said like international <laughs> tour. You could have said like yeah. a billion streams on a song. No. But I think you've upped it, <laughs> no. and this is easily the hardest thing. Um, but we're all for it, and we hope mm-hmm. to see it this year. Yeah. Um, if it's at a gig, we're gonna have to come and Thank see. You. Um. Thanks for coming on, yeah. though. We hope the tour goes well. Um, hopefully, Omicron and the rest of his buddies stay away because it's uh, we want live music back. But uh, Hope, Jay, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.